<laughs> can't feel my fingers. Can't feel my toes. I can't feel my anything. Holy fuck, it's cold. <sighs> oh my god. I think I'm gonna Wait, die, Bryn. Wait, uh, look, over on the horizon. I see a, a glowing fire. A fire. Okay, let's go. Before we freeze to death, let's go. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're here. Wait. Oh my gosh. There's a phone here. And, and oh my gosh, it has Spotify open. And wow, Bryn, we can listen to a podcast while we warm up. That's a great idea. I think actually more, more, more than the fire, I think a podcast will, will warm us up. Which, which one should we listen to there? There are so many. Uh, I think we should listen to the... Animorphs book club. That's a that's that's a great idea. Actually, the last thing I want to hear before I die is the sonorous voices of these two clubs. Okay, I think that'd be a great thing. I think you were doing great thing. Hit it, boo, and the end scene. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, that, oh, please, hold the applause. Please, please, please. Oh, please. Yeah, there's no need. There's no need. Please, please, please. No, no, no. no please, stop. No, no, hold, no. No, please. No, please. Come on. Okay, okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Animorphs Book Club. My name is Jenny. And my name is Bryn. You see, when you when you get really cold, you actually you you turn British. That's actually not a well known fact about human biology. Is you turn English. That's right. That's right. Once the body gets cold enough, no matter what your nationality, no matter what your base accent, no matter what your mother tongue, you actually turn British and start excessively rolling your R's. That's it. Use this fucking Downton Abbey ass. Downton Abbey ass. Downton. Anyway, this is. This is a book club and podcast where, thank God, we are not British. <laughs> well, actually, Bryn is. Oh, yeah, Brynn I am. is very English, unfortunately. Brynn. Unfortunately, <laughs> I am very English. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. This is a book club and podcast where we read each of the Animorphs books by K.A. Applegate, and we talk about them. And this week, we got to get very, we read the very chilling book, the extreme. Oh, it's, it's so chilling. Oh, chill to the bone. <laughs> oh, dear. Dear. Utterly frozen. <laughs> I'm, I, wait, I don't know any, I thought this, this book, it was very ice to read this book. This oh, book really it. kicks ice. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I'm trying to come. Okay, I'm trying. Okay, like I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. Oh well. Anyway, after we've done that cold open, we should probably get into it. Oh, um, oh my god, Bryn! <laughs> oh my god! That was so good. <laughs> anyway. Fuck! That's literally the- oh, fuck! That's the best what? joke that's ever been made on the show! Doubtful. I mean, remember the, the second um, Megamore special when we came, like, full circle about Ray Fiennes and had, like, that mind-blowing epiphany 
about how uh, we were making well, the same joke. It wasn't a pun. No, it wasn't. It was the funniest thing to happen on the show. Um, maybe, maybe so. But Brent, I'm going to need but you yeah. honestly. I'm going to need you to chill out because we have to talk about this cover. You know that what? My, you know what? That was my attempt. That's fine. That's fine. I'll chill out. I can be chill. I mean, there's no need Say to be it such, ain't like, snow. And I about it, but it's fine. Say it ain't snow, Bryn. Say it ain't snow. That was good. That was good. Um, Thank we, you. I love that I we have it to myself. You did. We still haven't said what this book is. This book is the extreme. Oh, yeah. Extreme. Extreme. <laughs> the extreme. I love the... What, the extreme. One of my favorite things about the '90s is that every single series in the '90s had to have one like extreme like thing. Like it usually yeah. involved like snow sports of some kind, or like skateboarding. They yeah. had to make that. They had to make that money. Like I was. No, for sure. I've been rewatching. Okay. I've been rewatching um, Batman Beyond, and that opening mm-hmm. is while it's really cool. I really do like it, but it's very like extreme 90s cyberpunk rave like it's it's a weird mm-hmm. thing that was that was in the 90s i know it's so weird anytime i hear the word the, like extreme my mind immediately goes to like snowboarding and skateboarding why why 90s why 90s i think also it also because 90s but also because early 2000s all of that extreme 90s stuff got like funneled into Nickelodeon and Disney XD, where like all the leftover. Well, literally 90s Disney XD. Sports. Yeah, literally Disney XD. Um, they were like, what are we going to do with all this stuff that like, like all this content that we have made, but like only a couple people remember? We're just going to put it on this very specific kids, kids channel um, just to fuck with people. I appreciate it. I will say this book though does not have this is it's a different kind of extreme in this book. It's not no that no there's no snowboarding <laughs> or skateboarding or or extreme Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 kind of mm-hmm. action going on here. <laughs> no. There is action. Well, you could you could argue that there's skiing. There's there is. You could argue skiing. that. <laughs> Alien cross country skiing. Aliens. <laughs> Very strange. Anyway, uh, that's for, anyway. without further ado, this cover. I like this it. Cover. I like it, yeah. except for the tagline. I just I feel like these last couple taglines have been pretty bad. They they yeah, don't make they any have. sense. So many yerks, so little time. There's not that many yerks in this book. How many yerks? I are mean, they, they get on a ship, but then they leave. The only yerk in this book that we really like. That that has that we're lines. very close to. <laughs> that we're very close to is Visor Three. Is V Three himself? Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe too close. <laughs> maybe too. Maybe, maybe maybe too close. Maybe a little too there close. May have, there may have been some invasion of privacy in this book, but we'll get into it. Um. So yeah, the tagline doesn't make sense. As for the rest of the cover, I think it's, it's a banger. Pretty, I think it's pretty cool. I really like the blue I, for the title and mm-hmm. the and the other title. Yeah. This I icy love... gray blue, I like. Marco's dressed like a lesbian. It's great. As always, as always. Um, as, al- as, as always. If he would have been, it's. I think it's the untucked shirt over the under the untucked, untucked. flannel over cargo yeah. pants. 
over the big uh, ass it, pants. Big ass pants. Big pants, big shirt. Um, if it was, oh. if it's big pants, was big like, shirt, bisexual. That's in. like, man, that's that like gir- a gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> big pants, big shirt, bisexual. Yeah, there we go. The three Bs. As as we all know, the three Bs. Mm. Um, I like this neon green halo going around Marco and his. Oh north. yeah, it looks. It does look a little bit like piss. <laughs> a little bit like radioactive piss in the clouds. Um, Speaking of the clouds, I, like I do it. love those clouds. Those are nice. They're, yeah, Marco looks like he's like above the earth in in the atmosphere, mm. just chilling with some clouds. They're very which does fluffy. happen. It does happen. Um, and I mean, Brynn and I were talking about this a little bit beforehand. I love polar bears. Like they are so cute, mm-hmm. even though they could murder me in a second. They are adorable. Yeah. So I, I appreciate anything with a polar bear on the cover. Big dogs, yeah. I like the big second white last. dog. Yeah, <laughs> polar bear wearing a jacket, like polar bear wearing a flannel, is a very funny image. Yeah. I <laughs> I love that his flannel is also a short sleeved flannel. Like, oh yeah, we can't leave that out. Not a long no. sleeve, a short sleeve flannel. Because I don't think Marco knows what long sleeves are. I think well, they Marco live in California. Well, you live in California also. That's true. I mean, I do, and I exclusively almost always wear long sleeves because I'm a witch. Um, But... sip. (laughs) I was trying to do something. Yeah, I just think Marco's not the type of person to wear long sleeves. Um, Okay, how many sporks do you give this cover? I give it a a 3.5 sporks. 3.5 sporks. Well, the... That's yep. a lot of sporks. Fair enough. Um, I give it four sporks. I like the piss yellow halo around Marco. I think it adds a nice touch. <laughs> I like the piss. I, I like the piss. <laughs> I, like, I like how it, like, it it lends itself to chilliness, to coldness, to iciness, without, like, giving away the plot of the book. Um, like, it fits the theme, which I like. Mm. Um, I love I love all of these covers when they have those like like they can't have name brand clothes, <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. all just like it's like it really it's like it's like a Goosebumps episode. They all have like non specific, uh, solid colored shirts. I really like Marco's <laughs> no name brands. I do I love like his off brand Nikes. His not they his have Ad- a swoosh, Adidas. But it's not the Nike swoosh. It's like it's a try. Um, like a, a heart. It's like a little heart. <laughs> It's, it's like, like a, a Star heart. Trek, like, like a beep beep, like, column oh, totally. thing. It totally does. But on a like shoe. But on a shoe. That's a nice nod. I love that. I also love how his shoe turns, like, turns into the pot. Turns into the, um, yeah. That's funny. Which is, it's just really funny. He just slowly gets, it. at one point he has a shoe, but it's got toes. Love this for him. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I, I give it four sporks. I like it. That's a that's good. That's valid. Uh, without further ado, again, right? Let's get into okay. it. So, hi Marco. Hi Marco. Uh, he opens this book by you know being very humble and as usual, <laughs> as usual, and he is um kind of a bit sad about being anonymous all the time. Except he has a date. Go Marco! 
Marco got a date. First time. Marco got this a date. First time. After all this time. After all this time. After all of this simping. bad pickup lines. The simping. He finally got a date. Good for him. I have to say, we were talking date. about we were talking about Marco being a simp last book. Marco's simpage is in full force in this book, and I could not be more I, here for it. I, you know, I was reading this book. You don't know how. I had the level of self-control that I had to use not to text you as every two seconds while I was reading this book going like Marco simp levels are off the charts. Marco simp. Absolutely off the charts. Marco simps. Marco book. simp and then sometimes Marco chimp. That's true. You know what? Marco really wrote. The you know what? Like, you didn't need friend. to acknowledge it. <laughs> I said, That's true. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop acknowledging what you say. It's fine. Okay. Anyway, he has a date with a girl named Marion, and apparently she's like the pretty, at least he thinks she's the prettiest girl in the whole school, if not the whole world. I love. She's also <laughs> nearly as smart, charming, and charismatic <laughs> as he is. And he's as humble you can too. see, we're a perfect couple. <laughs> Um, the only problem that Marco has, though, is that she doesn't seem to think his jokes are very funny and her taste in music, uh, because she likes classical music and he, um, is tasteless and does not. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, the only part of this book I really didn't care for was Marco, um, his disrespect for classical music because i'm of the opinion that classical music is based and pog pilled it is dope anyway sorry it's they go out on a date it's based and pog pilled okay anyway they go out on a date um and uh marco though the he's like <laughs> Uh, he's been talking, he's saying, like, you know, I do not leave a normal life, here's all the stuff that's happening, and I can't even look at yada, another yada. human being without sus- yada, yada, yada. can't even look at, look at another human being without suspicion. Not even Marion. And, and he's, like, thinking to himself, like, is she a controller? Marion with those gorgeous dimples? Sure, I might not mind being Marion's slave, but being a Yerk slave is a different story. <laughs> One date! <laughs> Did you just sneeze or did you laugh? That was a laugh. That was a laugh. Oh, I, could, I thought I it was a sneeze. Okay. One date, I told myself. Then before we decide to go steady, I can check her out. So they, they meet steady. in study hall after the date. And <laughs> apparently the date was a total disaster because the orchestra started playing. And then they kept playing. And Margo he tried. Fell, <laughs> he fell asleep. Not and after trying he... to escape during intermission. Like, he tried yeah. to fully just get out of there. Fully ditch this girl. And then when he woke up, everybody was gone, <laughs> including Marion. <laughs> That's rough, buddy. I really <laughs> I really don't know how what I expected from Marco. It wasn't this, but this is this is better than anything I could have expected. Um and because he's talking to him about it, apparently it has Come to be called the big date. All the caps. big date. The big, the big date. The big date. But apparently, 
Marco was not alone on this date because uh, Axe and Tobias were fucking watching, <laughs> like fucking watching them. Some gentle stalking. Some gentle, gentle stalking. stalking. I and and Marco seems pretty ticked off about this. He understands why, but he's still pretty ticked off about this. I thought this was gonna continue throughout the book. It doesn't. No, that that's okay. <laughs> he um, forgets about it pretty quickly. Yeah, I kind of wish. Eh, eh, we'll get into that later. Um, but all, all of a sudden, what? Eric what? shows up. What? Nothing. I wish this would have continued throughout the book. Um, there we go. But Eric shows Just up, and apparently Eric was Eric was also <laughs> stalking them <laughs> gently. Gentle, gentle stalking. Gentle um, stalking. Gentle stalking. But he has some uh, some news for the kids, so he puts them in his private uh, um, holographic furry, furry zone. No! The furry bubble. No! The furry bubble. No! No! Hey, I stand for the furries. No. I, I know, know I do. know you know I stand for the furries. And I hope all those furries at home know I stand with them. I support your right to the furry bubble. So they're in the furry bubble. So they're in the furry and, bubble. Uh... Eric is like... They, the Yurks have been trying to develop a new way to broadcast Candrone arrays using human satellite technology. They seem to have found some place on this planet isolated enough to allow them to erect a satellite station without interference. If they're successful, they could turn every backyard swimming pool in the world into a Yurk pool. That's pretty bad. <laughs> mm. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, oh, and we also learned that Eric, I mean, I, I forgot that Eric is very long-lived mm. shall we say uh, and he was the maestro's valet for quite a few years uh maestro being beethoven uh he was an awful person but he made music my masters would have wept to hear i like eric, eric a lot really always i like him too i don't care that he shows up with the worst news at the yeah. worst time he's never I there for a good all. reason nope they never just see him and they're like oh it's eric we're just gonna hang Nope, it's always a world-ending situation. And then he just dips. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. Also, side note, in this scene, I really love Cassie and Marco have a little bit of banter, as mm -hmm. they do throughout this book. I really appreciate their relationship. It's like, I think it's underrated. Mm -hmm. Personally. Mm -hmm. They have some good quips. They don't get along, but they have some good quips. They quip. Like hey, it. well, they... they... they they got. They, they mean. They spent most of the last book, uh, hanging out as tiny people. It's true. And they oh, have yeah, a pretty. They have people. a pretty good rapport. I really like their they their do. friendship. It's really cool. Yeah, it's like one of those friends. One of those friendships where, like, if you ask them if you're friends, they're like, "I guess." I mean, sure, but would they die for each other? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Would they say it? No, no. It's great. Best best kind such a good dynamic i love it i live for it it's a good anyway i like marco whenever he watch. whenever he like looks at cassie and is like you're like way more manipulative and intense than i thought you were <laughs> we're like yeah bro it's so good well we <laughs> didn't know that because we read the departure but um but they they hook up on and um eric is saying like we don't have all the details um 
So we don't he have the does. They don't have the locate. Well, he's he can't do anything to blow his cover because he's a spy. If if you don't know that, um, Bryn. Super spy. <laughs> I. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> okay. I know. I know. Isn't it? But also, isn't the spy's job to like collect intel? The spy's job like, is also not to get caught, because then he'll get like he's... brain scanned, and the yerk inside. Well, he has a yerk inside his brain, and the yerk will tell them everything, so he the can't get too dead. open. The yerk inside his brain. I don't think it's dead. I'm fairly sure it's dead. We'll 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 check that later. <laughs> also, can't he just do like a hologram with inside a hologram with inside a hologram with inside a hologram situation? Like, anyway, what I do like Eric. I'm critiquing him. <laughs> anyway, um, but they don't know the location of the facility, but they know that Visser three will be visiting it very soon. Um, and they also know the location. Of Visser 3's new feeding pasture, which is always funny to me that this, you know, colonizing, monstrous, you know, cruel dick, dick like, like darkness <laughs> emanating, like, like bad guy is mm-hmm. also still a horse person. Like, and he needs to like, just, he's still a horse girl he and he is, needs to feed. That's right. He is evil incarnate. He is, but he also has to prance around like a, a little, like a little, like a pony, like like a show pony in order to feed, which is hilarious. It's delicious, I love it. It's delicious, just it. like grass. Um, yeah. But uh, they uh, yeah. there's a bug fighter going to pick him up there, and then they're gonna fly to the site, and um, then they uh, <laughs> uh, their their only option, uh, Tobias says. Is to go to the pl- is to go to the pasture, and when the bug fighter arrives, hitch a ride on the viscer. Tobias's plans are always attach your fly up to some sort of moving <laughs> flying object, do a breakneck move in the middle of the air, and then ride that thing to where it's going. Always, that's. That's uh, yeah. That's his plan. <sighs> yeah. Um, anyway. But they 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 decide to have some of the um the uh the a- other androids the other chi right yes the chi yeah the pemelites created the chi the chi uh, uh mm-hmm. <laughs> are going to pretend to be the kids <laughs> and Marco is very mad about this because he's like. My comics, my comics, they're all going to be soggy. <laughs> At least you have comics, man. I have to illegally read mine. The 90s were a different Fair time. Fair point. Fair point. But why would they be soggy? Because he's, he's a like, bathtub. He's a bathtub reader. He's in a bath. <laughs> Homie, he's an android. Why would he get in water? That's true. He's going to rust Shit. Well, Why I feel like the Pemelites. I feel like the like, Pemelites were able to make it so the androids didn't immediately short circuit. It's not like he's a toaster. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> this just in: Eric the Cheese just a very advanced toaster. All um, robots are just but, advanced toasters, but I don't see anyone wanting to talk about that. Mm, talk about that Twitter. Um, <laughs> anyway, about that. 
Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, Marco's like, I can't believe we're going to go and risk our necks where the guy who got this information is just going to sit at home eating cornflakes with my dad, oiling his elbow joints or some shit while we go and die. Yeah. Great plan. Yeah. Yeah. He's thinking all That's this while he's, while he's flying to the, the pasture, though. <laughs> but I mean... Pasture? Eh. Yeah, the pasture. You know, the pasture. The pasture. <laughs> pasture. I barely even know her. Anyway, um, <laughs> Tobias, fi- <laughs> Tobias finds uh, the pasture, and he can see uh, a galloping in the meadow <laughs> is our favorite colonizer. Our favorite horse girl. Also, no offense to all the horse girls out there. No offense. Honestly, you're braver than the troops. My dad is a horse girl. (laughs) I... (laughs) The the four nations. The horse girls, the cat girls, the wolf girls, and the dragon girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I personally was a dragon girl and also a cat girl specifically a warrior cat girl i love me some warriors i was a dragon girl always and forever i i just i just love aragon (laughs) you just really like aragon oh i just really love the inheritance cycle i loved dragon rider and if it had a dragon in it i'm a true ace stereotype okay guys oh i just loved it just (laughs) love dragons anyway oh anyway (laughs) i am Definition of an asexual stereotype. Don't worry about it. Nah. Um, anyway. But they they all go go down, go down, go down into uh, the trees. And Rachel's like, let's do it. And, and <laughs> Marco's like, three words I hate most. Um, the plan is to... Uh, um, like, if, if Visser 3 notice any, uh, notice, has any sense of noticing any one of us landing, we were going to take off without a second thought. That was the plan. Anytime they say something like that is the plan, I assume something is going wrong, but no, plan actually kind of goes off without a hitch. Yeah, they threw us for a loop here by using the narrative, like the narrative device that indicates that the plan isn't going to work, and then it does work, and we're like, well, shit. Well, shit, good for them. We call that, you know what that is? Growth. Growth. Um... (laughs) But they all end up morph. They all land and they all morph into flies. And um, they they, <laughs> they go to uh, f- they fly. Um, and they're waiting for the ship to arrive. And and um, Axe is like, it is five of your minutes until you know the ship arrives. And then Ax- <laughs> Marco is like, Axe, I really think you can just deal with the fact that they aren't our minutes. They are everyone's minutes. Comrade Marco. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? Comrade Marco. Marco is a communist. <laughs> Except that he's... <laughs> Marco is a communist! <laughs> Except for that he idolized Finestri for a hot second there. Um, That's true. He, he, he was... He went from... Je- he... He he got blue pilled on Twitter, um, and he used to be like a Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk stan. And then he read a couple, like read some theory and watched some like some videos on YouTube by like 
like he watched some bread tube videos and now he's like fully like like a hammer and sickle twitter like <laughs> hard left mm-hmm. communists <laughs> please don't take anything yeah. i'm saying seriously political twitter i am fully being facetious comrades I feel like we were, we're not big enough to garner the attention of political twitter. thank god Actually, this, oh thank this god does remind me what of something that happened at work the other day oh um we ran out of spring mix at my station at the top of the station and it was still lunch hour we had like an hour until it was dinner and happy hour so i was like plating running out of salad it was a problem um so i go over to another station to the guy who was training me and i was like can i steal some of your salad he was like bruh you don't even need to ask this is a communist kitchen this is salad for everyone just take take the salad i was like not expecting that from him this very tall quiet guy i laughed so loud that everybody in the kitchen like looked at me anyway our I just salad thought, comrade our salad <laughs> yeah he was literally like this is salad for all this is a communist this kitchen. is mutual aid salad it's <laughs> like i think i have made salad like for the last two nights for dinner i thought about that both nights i think about that all the time objectively is it the funniest thing no but i laugh every time anyway i mean i don't think i mean i don't think well i'm gonna talk about communism some more i don't think that marco being a communist is that far out of the realm of possibility considering how left-wing these books are like let's let's be oh let's not front let's be honest here these books are pretty pretty anti you know colonialism racism we have capitalism i mean (laughs) It's pretty explicit. It's it's it's, it's as explicit as a '90s children's book published by Scholastic can be. Like, yeah, Marco being a communist is canon adjacent. Like, it's not like, just like him being bisexual is canon adjacent. That's right. That's right. That's right. Marco is bi. We're just Marco is a bisexual communist, and I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. <laughs> And Tobias is a non-binary bird boy, and I love him. Absolutely. Anyway, Trans his gender. Anyway, um, and Axe is, <laughs> is like, the best way to... <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I mean, it's one of my favorite genders, <laughs> Tobias. Um, but Axe is like, the best way to get <laughs> to an, an Andalite is from, from beneath. Um... <laughs> isn't that a horror movie from 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 below from 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 i don't from, know from 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 it sounds like a sh- like a jaw spinoff mm. uh. Mm. Uh, uh. <laughs> peanut butter baby, uh. peanut butter baby. Uh. that's a story for a different time that's that's that's, that's oh we can't get off of that story. on that um we can't we can't, we can't queen We're on chapter like six we can't do that today <laughs> anyway 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 um they uh end up going and they catch him and they they're stuck on him underneath his his belly which is hilarious because it's this huge they're monster they're all flies and they're yeah they're not humans <laughs> just grabbing well, let's onto let's Mr. Three's legs they morphed to flies they flew onto the ship and well they flew onto like, him they flew yeah. into him, and then he they went flew... under the ship. They're on his ass. Let's just. I don't. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> okay. Marco does. I know Several he does. Times. 
<laughs> the, I hate that this book made me think about like where's the. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna finish saying what I was gonna say. Please don't. I'm not gonna finish anyway. Please do not. They get on the ship because Visser Three gets on the ship, and um, there's a lot of booming, and they they are he he gets from the bug fighter into the blade ship, um, and uh, <laughs> he's like. <laughs> Tobias is like, I'm finding myself very attracted to the viscer sweat. How sick is that? And Cassie's like, yeah, he stinks, but to my fly brain, he actually smells kind of good. And Axe is like, he certainly does not stink. This is an Andalite body, and Andalites have never been known to stink. <laughs> He's so pressed about it. He's, He's so, so mad. It's a, I have a thing. You know what? I have a theory that Axe's accent gets stronger like just more posh and more uptight british downton abbey mm. the more frustrated and mad he is so he's just full maggie smith when when he's saying that is my theory mm, um british <laughs> blimey sure <laughs> anyway no blimey um, um but they they hear viscer three talking about some stuff including the uh, a thing called the Vember. And Axe is like, oh, Vember? Did he say Vember? He did say Vember, did he not? And, um... He did. Uh, he, he did. But they end up... <laughs> oh, also, important thing that we skipped. Um, the timing... This this is a three-and-a-half-hour flight. Oh, yeah, they thought that they so would... Oh, yeah, that's the problem. They thought it was... Because uh, Eric didn't give them a time. But they didn't think it was going to be three and a half hours, but it is, which is, like Bryn just said, a problem, because they'll have to demorph eventually. Um, anyway. But they end up uh, inside the Visser's, like, like his bedroom, like his room, <laughs> like his, like, quarters, room which is so device. funny <laughs> that he has instruments cool of torture collected from around the galaxy, including an Iron Maiden. full Iron Maiden. Which is... <laughs> It, it, mm -hmm. I just love mm -hmm. that he has all of the like he's just like I am the I'm gonna be such a villain I am the villain I am the moment <laughs> like you know you know when that like you are the main character thing went around mm -hmm. you know that thing where people were like you are the main character romanticize your life he was like no I am the antagonist I am the villain <laughs> I am the villain, and I'm going to make sure everybody knows it. Seriously. like I love those villains that are like, they don't believe they're doing a good thing. They know they're the villain, and they revel in it. Like a Disney villain. Before mm, the, like, yes. like oh, we're, like, re-examining our villains. <laughs> Boring the shit out of me. Boring. I want Cruella Just... DeVille. I don't need new Cruella. I don't need Nuella. I don't need no Nutella. Anyway, Nutella is a little like this is like Nutella is okay. Anyway, like this is just so funny to me because like like Thrawn is another like Thrawn from Star Wars is another villain who has like mm -hmm. pieces of art strung around his like abode, but like that's like paintings and shit, like sculptures and, and actual art that he in turn uses to help understand his enemies. This is just like yeah, I've got like saws and shit on the wall. I just thought it would be funny, like. I'm trying to let everyone know you what I'm high. about. 
I think he has the. I think he has like a like a chainsaw on his wall. <laughs> yeah. What is that movie? Is that Jason or uh, something? Um, I don't know. Uh, He's got a oh couple, shit! Like, with the chainsaw arm. Fuck! What is that? I don't know. He's got. I'm just saying. He's got a couple horror movie props on there. <laughs> he's he got Freddy Claus. Like <laughs> he's got Freddy Claus, and he thinks that those are real instruments of torture that real people on Earth have used. They're like he fully believes. He watched Elm Street and was like, "What a fascinating documentary." Yeah, he took it seriously. Full film, bro. Phil, like he was like this is not this is not a he joke. He didn't read into the subtext at all. <laughs> like white man film bro uh, style. Nope. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, anyway, I just thought that was hilarious. But they um they decide they have to implement a very risky plan, and um they 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 start to head. Well, I'm trying to figure out exactly what happens here suffice it to say um you have the book in front of you uh, shut shut up anyway they're okay here's what the tea is mark himself a really bad blonde joke. yeah they're chilling i have to say also i've never met a blonde who wasn't one of the smartest people i've ever known um but sure, I, I like that tobias points out that he is a blonde i'm also I a blonde that. i forget that he's like yeah he is hair person. he's like hey i am a blonde and mark is like for two hours a week you don't count True. Anyway, uh, true. Um, but they X ends up doing uh, an impression of Visser Three while on Visser Three to get the guard to like come in here, and I like to imagine it as a really shitty Scottish accent. Uh, he's like, "Guard, come in here difference? immediately." <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and the guard is just like, "That doesn't sound normal," but like, I'll do it. <laughs> Actually, that's not super canon, because he says a, a pretty decent imitation of Visser 3. I don't give a fuck, though. I thought that's funnier. Um, but the, they, they, the guard, like, Visser 3 is like, get the fuck out! Max does it again. Uh, Visser 3 is like, get the fuck out! Like, <laughs> these guards just keep coming in, and he's like, he is pissed. Like, he is screaming. And then he, uh... He kills a couple people. He kills a guy. Wump. <laughs> You know, um, yeah. and he's ends up like being like one more axe, and axe gets one more, and then suddenly, Visser uh, starts to run out of the room, and then he, all of the kids buzz off, buzz off of his body. Um, oof. Um, uh, but they they end up finding a sort of a chill place. Uh, to demorph, and they do that, and then they take a couple breaths and they chill out. And uh, uh, Marco is like, morphing is like running a two hundred yard dash at top speed. You're not ready to collapse afterward, but you're not ready to do it right away either. I mean, I am ready to collapse afterward, but I mean, you do you, Marco. <laughs> Thanks for like bragging that you can run and don't have asthma. Yeah bisexual communist without asthma um but the uh they remorph back into creatures um creatures flies is is what they're morphing into um but then they 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 get caught by like uh, uh a hork 
well, attacks on actually. And Axe is like, do a convincing Visser 3, or Jake is like, Axe, do a convincing Visser 3 impression. And Axe is like, what is the meaning of this? Uh, and the taxon, he is too smart. Um, but Axe ends up slicing, and this is pretty gross, he ends up slicing up the taxon, and then one half of yeah. the taxon starts to eat the other half of the taxon. Which is pretty gross. 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 He's like Marco's like taxons are the world's most dedicated cannibals. Not only will they eat other taxons, they will eat themselves given the chance. And you know what? That takes dedication, Marco. That does take dedication. That takes and it do take nerve. Um it do take nerve. But they uh they run out of a room into a long hallway. And they're trying to figure out, like, what the fuck, like, where to go. And they're like, Axe, do you know where we're going? And, um, they're like, he's like, yeah, uh, uh, maybe? Uh, sure. (laughs) Um, but they end up just picking a random place to try to get to, uh, the back room. Which is, like, uh, the, the, you know. Storage container. Like the storage yeah, thing. the storage place. The closet. Yeah, the closet. Um, but they they he ends up finding the storage bay, and they they demorph into humans and then remorph into battle morphs. Um, battle. but while they're 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 morphing or, or while they're deciding to what to morph into, they can see these like pillars of glass, and. They're very, very cold pillars of glass. Like, they're very frosty. Let's let's just set the scene. Set the scene. scene. You know, in every Mm sci-fi piece of media, Mm -hmm. there's a tube. Oh, yeah. There's a tube. Several tubes. The glass is frosty. Absolutely. The air is a little frigid. Mm -hmm. There's a... it's, It's cylindrical, and around the bottom, there's a slight neon glow. And when you look in it, there's a silhouette of some creature trapped in there. Just just trapped in there, either curled in fetal position or like hands against the glass, frozen, not trying to get out, not trying to get out. In but just stasis. standing there in stasis, in the creepiest posture in order to inspire the most fear. That's what we've that's what we're working with here. Mm. It's that's that's what we're working with here. Um, just take every piece of sci-fi media with a stupid, (laughs) crazy person lab cylinder and just mash them together and that's what we got here. And it's cold. But the, but the, yeah, it's, that's the important part is it's very, very fucking cold. Like, they can barely touch it without their fingers getting numb. But Axe explains that these are, uh, numb. These are, uh, Venber. (laughs) Numb. <laughs> Venber. Venber. <laughs> Which is a. a got a world. Venber. 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 I sound like fucking. Vindel I sound French. like like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get to the Venber. Oh, I see you sound like the, the guard from Monty Vindel? Python. Oh, wee wee. Is this why you have come? Do you think I have this ridiculous accent? Anyway. Is that why you have come? Venber. <laughs> anyway, um, is that the other two? Opie. 
So they fight. If that's what you are hoping. Max, Max starts to explain about the Vimbel, which is a... Uh, they've been extinct for thousands of years. And they never really got past, like, primitive tool use. Uh, so they're, they're, they're dead as hell. Feeling dead as hell. <laughs> um, but Axe is suddenly, he can, he can see that, he can feel, because Andalite, he can feel that they're starting to descend and prepare for a landing. And, and he's like, why are we descending to land? Like, is it a mistake? Um, and, and then Marco no. is like, all of a sudden, uh, they get, they're fully morphed. They're, they morphed up. And they can, can see, shoosh, shwoof, shwoof. All of these doors, like three doors open. And in the, in the head of the, the, the front door, the mm-hmm. door is Visser 3. He, he located them. He knew he had us. And we were definitely dead. And Marco's like, that's why we're, we're landing. And Marco is like, this is not going to be, like, a fight. This is going to be a fucking massacre. We're going to die. Well, and all, all of a sudden, Visser 3 walks in. And then <laughs> he's like, he's got the best villain line. Can I offer of- you anything? Something to drink? To eat? Or maybe just a quick death? I feel like he's definitely been taking notes on, like, on like Earth villains. I think he, I think he has watched all of the James Bond movies. Mm. And he's... <laughs> He's he's found some he's found his muse in all of the Bond. Every villains. Bond villain is his um, muse. I I think I think I think he do you think he practices in the mirror? Yes, one hundred percent he practices. He's a his fucking dork. Speeches, I agree. He's a fucking dweeb. Yeah, like he does that thing where like he like in like 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 he waits for them to enter the room and he's like, so you finally come. Damn it. Ah, so you've come and let... Damn it. Like, he's facing away from the door, just, like, pretend... Like, like he keeps messing up when they enter the room. Like, that's the kind of dude this is. Like, he's a dweeb. Mm. He's a dork. 100%. He would be facing, like, the doors all have special effects, so that when they open, there's some sort of, like, sound or beep or light that goes on. So when he's facing away from the door, he knows when they go in. So he can deliver his speech and then turn around. Bryn, just to be cool. He's literally Megamind. He's <gasps> <laughs> He's blue! Presentation! <laughs> he's literally Mega. He can turn into a human? He's a dweeb? I'm speechless. The only thing that's I'm... missing is a crush on a reporter lady. But, like, he's a fucking Megamind, dude. <laughs> like, he's, like, slightly... He's, like, colonizer Megamind. Uh, I... <laughs> Brittany, you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> this realization thought... has washed over you. This sh- sh- shook me to my core. It shook me to my core. I'm shook. I'm shook. Oh, wow. He's he's grew. <laughs> and he's blue. He's literally blue. He's blue. Probably got a big ass head. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my, oh my god. Okay. We gotta move on, or else I'm just gonna. <laughs> You're gonna have a heart I'm attack. Gonna, 
gonna have a stroke. Stop. I'm just gonna keep saying he's blue. He's blue. Into the mic he's blue. For the rest of the podcast, we gotta move on. <laughs> anyway, Marco notices that there's three doors, but there's not. There's a fourth door, but it's not open. And and he's like, Axe, can you like look? And Axe is like, Oh yeah, it, it probably leads to the exterior of the ship. There is a control pad protecting emergency manual release. Uh, it would take me hours to find a security code, except, you know, I could break it. <laughs> Marco's like, I could break it, though. Um, and um, Jake is like, uh, Rachel, next word, you, Visitor 3 says, you slam the canister, like the nearest cold canister. You pop that top open, and then Marco, you hit the keypad, pop and, and <laughs> pop that bitch, and and Axe, you back up Marco, and Cassie and Tobias and me, we're gonna go straight at Visser Three, a faint, faint attack, woo, big words, but Visser Three is like kill them, um, because he can see, well, he's like surrender now and prepare to fight, um, but he can. Uh, uh, before the he gets to the fourth ra- word, Rachel slams into the cylinder. Uh, uh, bow- uh, Marco bounds towards the keypad with axe. Tobias and Jake and Cassie are attacking. Everything goes to shit. Um, mm. And Axe is like, take away the metal. And um, they see Cassie got fucking thrown, bloodied and broken. Uh, through the air, Tobias is harassing Visser 3, which is a great phrase, um, mm-hmm. and suddenly this, uh, the cylinder <laughs> it shatters in pieces and a huge mist of, of, of cold, like, washes out. Uh, Hork-Bajir are screaming and trying to get away, um, but it's freezing them, like, literally freezing their legs solid. Um, and, and Rachel gets hit by the mist, um, and the it, co- it coats the fur, and then sh- the fur shatters like a bunch of brittle needles. And Visser Three is like, "Roll, uh, bridge!" <laughs> He's like, "Roar, get us, get us up, get us up, get us out of here, get us out of here, please get us out of here." Um, and they're like, "The door's open, we're going." And uh, bail, a half trail of buttons that says "bail, bail, bail, bail." Um, um, and as they're starting to bail, 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 uh, Rachel is, is like, she steps into the mist and her foot immediately freezes and she has to break off, uh, just a stump of leg, which is, oh boy. <laughs> this is not the only uh, piece of cold body horror in this book. There's, there's a lot of blood, like, there's more body horror in this book. There's a lot books. of there's quite a lot of body horror in this one. I I say there's a lot yeah, of gore. Like, the animorphs in general have like it's built on body horror, but this book specifically has a lot of it. I'm not mad at it. No, I like, me neither. I like I it. like body horror. Yeah. I like anything that shows how truly terrible the cold is, which we get to in a sec. <laughs> we'll get to um, it. But they all they all land, um, and they can. Like like land on like ice and snow, and they can feel the ice like freezing. Like Marco can feel of ice freezing his skin and tearing his skin off. Ugh. It's pretty yeah. fucking gross. Um, 
and they're like, where the fuck are we? And they're like, it is. Oh, it's cold. Oh, boy, it's cold. And Marco is like, I am a jungle creature. I am not adapted for this zone. Uh, and Cassie re- like demorphs and then remorphs back into a wolf. And she, even she's like, Fuck, this is cold. Like this is very cold. Fuck. Thick. Um, and Tobias uh, 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 hypothesizes that it's Alaska because they can see some kind of base in the distance, um, which is not a town, but it is a base. <laughs> um, but they don't see any trees or any grass. And Tobias, he can't fly. He's like losing consciousness. Fully falls out of the sky. Fully falls out of the sky. Rachel catches him, gives him a big bear hug. Literally a bear hug. Um, Adorable. Um, But she she, she demorphs and remorphs as well, because, you know, she lost a leg. Um, And Axe is like, he's not going to be coming back for us. He's going to be going to his base, because that's more important. Um, Because he, because he, Marco seems to, Marco theorizes that the Visser, Visser knows where they are, and and he, he does, he's not very worried about the kids coming back. Anyway, yeah. they need to get moving. And uh, Cassie's like, because Axe is still as a, you know, he's still an Andalite. And Cassie's like, are you holding up? And he's like, I am holding nothing up. But I am slowly freezing to death. <laughs> I love I love the directness. I mean, I can appreciate it. I doubt I can maintain brain function for more than a few minutes. Jake's like, <laughs> Axe, you really need to, like, communicate. Tell you gotta us tell things. us these things, man. Bruh. <laughs> maybe, maybe fix it. Maybe do something about that. Yeah, but they start. Um, yeah. They start. Uh, they decide that Tobias and Axe should morph into uh, uh, fleas, um, and and chill in Rachel's fur because they don't really have a viable morph Cold for morph. this for this weather. Yeah. Um, and you know That's who also idea. doesn't have the other person who doesn't have a viable morph is. Is is Marco, who is having a terrible, terrible time, because he is a gorilla and he is not made for this weather. And he keeps saying like, "Follow the orange and black kitty," and then he's like, "I'm very conf-. like the guys who are chasing us. Like, I'm very confused. Like, there's like, I'm very like I I'm confused right now." And he's just feeling so very cool. like tired and cold. He's on a bad high. Let's, um, yeah, I yeah I don't know if I would call this a high, <laughs> like, cause he's he's dying. Um, he's right. starting to freeze to death. Like he's he can feel he can feel like like the voices are far away. He can see like all this shit, and um, he can see a light <laughs> calling to me, which is. I mean, he ends up being fine, but uh, it's been a while since we've had a Marco almost dies situation, which, you know, used to be a very common occurrence. Mm-hmm. I'm glad More we're bringing do. back this trend. <laughs> we were do. He passes out in a gorilla. Um, yeah. He thinks he but has they, wings for a second. Yeah, um, but they bonk him on the head. Him yeah. With a bear paw. Yeah. 
Sure. Yeah, uh, but he ends up morphing for human, morphing to human, morphing back to wolf, and he's like, "Oh, this is great!" <laughs> Bro, oh, this is great. Because he didn't, I don't, I don't think they knew how long they'd be going, and his he got confused. His brain got confused. He got confusion. Um, confusion. Confusion. Look over there. Um. But they see suddenly, or they smell, and then they see these weird people, these strange creatures that are humanoid, uh, except their heads are shaped like a hammerhead shark's dark, like, like oblong with big dark globs on each side that must have been eyes. And each creature had two thick upper arms growing out of broad shoulders, and the arms split at the elbows to make two forearms. So do they have, wait, do they have? Just normal arms, or do they have four arms? I imagine them having normal arms. Okay, but... that's what I thought. The way he just described it in the weirdest way, then, <laughs> like he just described normal I... arms. <laughs> I think he did because two forearms attached to one elbow—that would not be useful. Like, like you know, just mm. from an evolution standpoint. I know that I know this series doesn't really like care about logic when it comes to evolution but like two forearms attached to the same elbow how is that useful they would have to have their own elbows to like do anything useful. yeah anyway so yeah I in think my head in my head i did not see them as pokemon but i i've been watching a lot of dc so i saw them mm-hmm. as black manta who is aquaman's like nemesis who is one of the coolest looking supervillains just ever. Mm, um, I've never seen any Aquaman content ever. Aquaman is very underrated. Everyone wants to be... Uh, I People try to make him cooler. Like, the Aquaman movie tried to make him cooler. And the uh, fucking uh, DC cartoon, the, the Justice League cartoon, tries to make him cooler by giving him a hook hand and making him a badass tough guy. But it's like, Aquaman can just be a nice dude. like. I, I'm I'm uh-huh. sorry, but like I I get I have such a problem with this whole like the effect that the quote unquote Aquaman just talks to fish jokes had on the character cannot be understated. Like that that single handedly ruined this character. Like it's the same thing what people try to do to Superman, where they try to make him a badass tough guy. Mm. You know, people can no. just be nice. People can just I be nice people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see where okay. I see your. I see where you're coming with. I've noticed that with Superman. They're like, he's just a guy. He's just a guy. He's, he's literally. Nice guy. He was raised on Earth. His name is Clark Kent. He's from Smallville, he, Kansas. He's a he's mama's just a nice boy. Farm like he's. Boy. He's just a nice farmer's boy. <laughs> like he's I just hate. A guy. He's just a dude. Oh my god! He it's just like one of the respects women and fights crime. It's just. It's just. It's just, it makes me, it's one of the things that, about the DC movies that makes me so mad. Like, I don't know what Zack Snyder was thinking when he did that. Because, like, people treat Superman like he's this kind of god. Like, he's a god among men. Like, oh, he's not even an Earth, like, he's an alien. He's like, but, like, for all intents and purposes, he is an Earthling. He was raised on Earth. He's just, like, God, please, people out there, go read All-Star Superman if you want, like, a good image of who Superman is as a person. He's just a nice guy. He's just a nice dude. He doesn't need to be some, like, very intense, like, uh, I killed a guy with my laser vision. Like, 
I have so many problems. I have so many problems with DC. And I love those characters so much. I'm a DC stan all the way. Mm. But like, oh my god, they always fuck it up. Sorry, that's a mm. long-ass tangent. Oh, that man. came I from was, Aquaman. Really <laughs> Thank you. I enjoyed how pressed you were and how passionate you were and how many- I get so mad. I get so mad. (sighs) Anyway, Black Manta's pretty cool. (laughs) Cool. We piss off a lot of people on this show. I feel like it's a hallmark of our comedy. Well, I feel like most DC fans agree with me, but people might be mad that I like DC over Marvel anyway. But I will never apologize for that. Like, no one hates the Star Wars movies more than Star Mm. Wars fans. Kind well, no one that. likes the DC movies anyway, so there aren't really, except for Shazam, uh, and maybe Wonder Woman, and maybe that new Suicide Squad movie might be pretty good. There's not really DC movies that DC fans like that aren't that are from like the DC new DC universe. Like people like the old Batman's, and people even yeah. like the Nolan trilogy. But like, I've not met a single DC fan. I mean, maybe they're out there, but I haven't met a single DC fan that was like, "Oh yeah, Batman v Superman was great." <laughs> I love Justice League. Unless it's the Snyder Cut, because people lose their shit over the Snyder Cut for some reason. It's four hours long, you guys. I don't have time in the day to watch it. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway. You know Jenny and I, we're going to watch a DC movie, and then we'll get back to you guys, because I've never really seen any of them. Um, Shazam is pretty good. I really like Shazam, because it's my fun. My cousin wanted to see it with me, and then it and then it just didn't work out where we could go see it. I think he went with friends. He ditched me to go oh. watch it with his cool friends. I get I'm it's the on... older cousin. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's on over. HBO Max, and I will shill for HBO Max because I genuinely think it's the best streaming service. It has the most shit, at least the most shit the that most I'm shit. into. Uh, it has cool. every single DC property, every single show, movie anything it's great very cool. even have static shock which is a really good show anyway we should move on Venber. Uh, they they're like oh, they echolocate they echolocate and they walk by skiing yeah they have built-in skis for legs which is very so funny it's a little bit of cross country a little bit of cross oh yeah they're cross country skiing, skiing. And skiing oh and they're yeah. holding cannons they're holding dragon cannons sure Big old Dracon cannons. Uh, cringe, cringe, sproing, sproing. That's the sound of the police. Uh, they, they like, are <laughs> cringe, cringe. That's the sound of the police. Sproing, sproing. That's the sound of the bees. <laughs> oh, that entertains me. Um, but they wipe that from my mind. How dare you? Um, <laughs> and they, uh, Marco's like, I think we should duck because, uh. This doesn't look right. And they crouch, and then <sighs> boom! Bl- horizon filled with a blinding green light. Um, and the, the, there's suddenly just rock hailing from the sky, because, you know, they shot a rock. Um, and Axe is like, ah, those are uh, Dracon assault cannons. They're used for attacking hun- hardened ground facilities from orbit, which is very funny that they're using a space gun on the ground. Um, but mm. they're like spread out because mm-hmm. they're gonna fucking kill us, man. Um, and uh, they're like, we have to keep moving like now. And Axe is like, we have 20 of your minutes left. And he keeps emphasizing your minutes because Mark. He's doing it just to, just to piss off Marco. 
You know what? Just to piss off that commie. Um, and all of a sudden, like they they try they they like Cassie's gonna demorph first, so they like huddle around Cassie. And Marco has memories that he didn't know he has from when he was very little, sitting on the couch with his mom, snuggled up against her, watching TV and sucking my thumb. Cordy, probably the cold was getting to me. Um, and uh, they're like, maybe we can find a cave because there's no way we can defeat this. But they notice that the sun is already disappearing, and that only means it's going to get colder. But they're trotting along, and the Vember are still hunting them. Um, and they suddenly have another scent, and they they look over and they see, oh shit, uh, a pollard bear, <laughs> a pollard bear, uh, and and Cassie's like the abom. I guess that means we're in the Arctic and and not Antarctica. Um, and they. <laughs> like i told you bitches we were going i told north. you um and, and cassie's like polar bear the largest lamb predator in the world the most dangerous predator <laughs> beyond <laughs> behind the t-rex the jaguar the uh, hammerhead shark malaria, malaria. <laughs> and probably seven other things that were for it I, you know. <laughs> so Jenny, yeah. Jenny sent me this video of this very adorable polar bear trying to like sniff mm-hmm. at the camera and at the, the cameraman just being all around cute and adorable and fuzzy and cuddly. And I was like, wow, I want to pet it. Um, it was a very cute video. And I, the only th- the thing I texted back was the most dangerous predator <laughs> Literally. in the world. That's all I can think of now. The most dangerous predator. That's all I can think of. I mean, we and I, you and I were chatting, and I was saying how like humans are beautiful because we see this bear that literally is is one of the deadliest creatures on Earth and could kill us and rip us apart in a second. But our heart is like, no, dog must pet. I want to pet the dog. Baby, <laughs> must pet. Must pet doggy. Must pet dog. Want to pet the dog. Puppy. Like it's so good. Adorable. I love humans for that. My brain goes that way with like fish. Oh, I'll pet the fish. Too. Like sharks. I'm like, I want to pet the fish. I want to pet the fish. I want to pet the pet the baby. Pet the baby. I was in an aquarium in New England. It was the New England Aquarium. Shout out to all the East Coasters. Um, when I was on vacation, and there was a shark mm. exhibit, and there were all these very cute little sharks that unfortunately we couldn't pet because it was closed because COVID, and I was like, the most dangerous predator in the world. I want to pet. I want to pet it. I want to pet a dog. It. I just want to sh- pet the sharks. I I just want to pet. I just want to pet that sea I dog. love I love um 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 stingray petting. Like because if it's where you can pet stingray, mm. there's one in in Milwaukee. Yes. There's a a really really awesome fucking dope museum called Discovery World. And it's like a science museum. And there's a aquarium there that you can pet not just stingray, but also sturgeons. And sturgeons are some of the biggest, like, freshwater fish. And they're so cool. It's like a dinosaur fish. Like, I love those. I love petting stingrays. I love sturgeons. I love freaky-looking yeah. fish. I, I love, love stingray faces. They look so funny to me. <laughs> they're just like, They do. The way they Like, <laughs> Anyway, sturgeons are really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, at the New England Aquarium, there was this big old green sea mm. turtle that was literally bigger than me. Ooh. I was like, I sent a picture to my brother, sure. and he was like, I want to pet, pet that dog. I want to pet, I wanna pet that, I pet pet that, that dog, dog who has a house. I want to pet that house dog. My brother loves turtles. I was like, Garrett, this thing is bigger than you. And I want to pet like, that I dog. Care. I want to pet it. Um, but they dog. end up uh, digging anyway. a, a a lair in Snowdrift on top of some rocks, looking out over the ice, and it's basically just a big wet hole, a big wet they snow hole. A snow hole. <laughs> and Marco's like, "I get the bedroom with the with the separate bath." I said, "No one laughed." Hey, I've been there too, buddy. I've been there today, like an <laughs> I didn't hour ago. Never laugh. Just saying. Yeah. That's me every time I try to make. I hate. I really liked your um. What was the pun you made? Yeah, I thought that was really good. Puns are the only thing I'm good at. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But we uh, we should. should uh, Accents upset. Explaining to the kids about the story of the Venber. Uh, and apparently, I'm just gonna read this. The story of the Venber has much to do with modern Andalite policies and methods of interstellar interactions. Uh, they were a primitive species with a highly unusual physiology. Unique, actually. They do not seem to have required radiant energy of any kind. Obviously, they're not carbon-based. They were discovered back towards the dawn of Andalite space travel. Not by us, but by some other race. The Five. Uh, they just called themselves the Five. No doubt it meant something to them. Anyway, the Five discovered the Vember and began to trap and export them. They basically harvested the Vember. It seems that a Vember melts, burns, and in any case becomes liquid at temperatures above freezing. Like, like, Mr. Freeze. Um, or Dr. Freeze? Victor Freeze. What is his name? The the frozen guy from Batman. And the resulting liquid has many uses, particularly in the creation of superconductors from the primitive computers of that era. Um, and although these were sentient creatures, um, if it is any comfort, the five are no longer in existence. Uh, after we encountered them for the first time, they, well, no one knows for certain what happened to the five, but... Andalites in that era are not the Andalites of today. You keep telling yourself that. Max. Uh, you uh, keep telling yourself that. There's a lot here. What, who are the five? I don't know. They're I will dead. Bet you money the five <laughs> I'm wondering. I will bet you money. We're going to see the five again. Are the five? This is just crackpot throwing spaghetti at a wall. But you Fair know enough. the, like, you know the, like, you know the <laughs> eyeball. Maybe that's a five. Mm. Um, the last remaining five. Is eyeball. I forgot about... Sauron. I forgot about yeah, Space say Sauron. Sauron. <gasps> Maybe. Mm. I have no idea who, who they idea. could possibly be, though. I was thinking... I was thinking the five became the original Andalites. Oh! Like, because it said it was the, the era... The beginning of Andalite space travel. I was thinking... Like, either the five gifted the Andalites, um, uh, like, technology and space travel, and then the Andalites in a year can wipe them out, or the five, like, became the Andalites later. Hmm. I mean, I think the former hmm. is more likely. I think that Axe was implying that the Andalites wiped out the five. Because he said, like, well, like, he's yeah. trying to defend himself by saying the Andalites in that era are not the Andalites of today. Which we, I mean, we know that's wrong. Like, um, 
we know that's bull. But, but I mean, maybe they're maybe they're elements. I don't fucking know. What what use would the elements have for that's, that? That's also one of the things that I, I thought. I have no idea. That's also one of the things yeah. that I thought. I mean, we don't know how many elements there are. I don't know. And Axe does say that the elements are like a ghost story, a bedtime story. They're not real. But the five, he definitely seems to think the five are real because they were at one time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess we'll yeah. have to see. I hope they show up again. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Spicy. I mean, they kind of seem to be analogous to Andalites in that they both did genocide <clears throat> or mm-hmm. attempting to. They did. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But, um, uh, Marco is like, well, if the Vendor are extinct, why are they trying to kill us? And and Axe is like, I suspect that because some of the temperatures on Venbea, which is apparently where they're from, the Yerks were able to retrieve some intact genetic material from Venber corpses, and they regrew them, uh, coupled with the DNA from some other species. And, um, uh, Axe is like, you would want to use a species with the most complex DNA structure available. It would make it easier to attach new DNA. And um, that would be humans. Those Vembers may be a bit of a hybrid of Vember and human. And then they all fell silent and stayed that way. And he's like, I would have traded my left lung for a fire. What a great bedtime story, Axe. Um, Yay. Axe is good at yeah. ghost stories. Well, I mean, most of his stories of his yeah. people are, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. them doing terrible things. Um, but they the 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 sun rises the next day. And the Venber are have not given up. Like like they they do not chill. They got zero chill. And they smell polar bear. Um, and they can see they they stick his they they get out of the hole. And they stick their heads out, and they can see the polar bear has his um, head stuck in the ice. And Cassie's like, he's probably seal hunting. Um, and they find a seal. And, I mean, I don't know if I want to. I mean, I mean, if you're listening to this to the series, then you're already used to like gory shit. But this is pretty fucking brutal. I was like. Really? I mean, yeah, this next part, I mean, they describe what happens to the the seal cuz the seal is too the seal is, is too fat to fit through the hole. So the polar bear just pulls anyway and no more seal for that chunk of the seal. <laughs> yeah. I've always been comfortable with gore. So I just didn't even Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. Um, he eats it, and then the bear meanders off. So after that scene, um, the kids are like, well, there ain't no McDonald's around here, and I'm getting pretty hungry. And they all looked over at Cassie, and she's like, what? Like, what do you want? And they're like, we need to eat. Like, are you sure? Like, can we, like... We do this? Are you okay with that? Mom? And she's like, why do you need my approval? Like, what? Why are you asking me for permission? Do you think I put an animal's life over yours or mine? Come to think of it. And they're like, what? Did you think, when did you start thinking I was some kind of fanatic? We're freezing, we're starving, and I'm gonna go all tree hugging, never eat anything with a face on you? 
here and, she, and he's like oh, i can never tell what you'll think and she's like well here's a clue don't kill a sentient creature except in absolute self-defense. Try not to wipe out endangered species. And if you're going to raise animals for food, but treat them as well as you possibly can. But when you're a wolf, a starving wolf wandering around in the frozen Arctic and you eat a meal, eat it. You better pop off, sis. Pop off, sis. She you really better pop off, sis. He was like, you really, you really popped off, sis. Pop off, wig, sis. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, he was, yeah, he's like, Cassie is not a morning person either. <laughs> but she's got some points. Um, yeah. Um, they but the they, uh, they eat the seal, and Tobias is like, nature isn't pretty. It isn't supposed to be. Uh, so Tobias is a subscriber to r slash nature uh, is metal, right? I think that's what the subreddit yeah. is called. <laughs> also, um, I feel like we should point out that Axe and Tobias... They're fine. They're chilling because they're fleas on. on yeah, John they're Marco. fucking flies. They've been they've been eating. Yeah, they've been they're fleas. They've been eating. They're like drinking their friend's blood. They're fine. They're fine. They're like we're not um, hungry. And Rachel is like survival of the fittest. Yeah. When and Rachel is like survival of the fittest, and Axe is like a good philosophy, unless it turns out that the Venber are fitter than we are. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking for something in the text. Where? Hunting. Okay, where what? Oh, hunting like a vember. Um, like while you do that, <laughs> um, but the the they end up going to the they go to the to the seal, and they eat the seal. Um. And they they they're like, where are we? And and turns out they've got company, uh, and it's it's actually just Arctic foxes, not the Vember. Cool, they're fine. Um, um, oh, Cassie makes a joke. It's good. They're like, Cassie does make bones. a joke. She's like, it could use salt, and they all just start laughing because it's just so unexpected from her. Love this. Yeah, and they're having She's mental like, breakdowns, like collective five collect six collective mental breakdowns. Um, yeah, there's six of them. And uh, I think there were seven. Cassie's like, Cassie's like, now what? And, and Marco's <laughs> like, yeah, now what, Dad? I love it when Marco does the like, sure, Dad, or like, whatever, Mom. So, I that trope is so funny to me. I love it. It is funny. so good. So good. Um, but they they look up like they suddenly smell a couple other creatures, and they look up and they see. A fucking bunch of beach balls, like little gray balls floating in the water, looking up at them with like big black puppy dog faces, like big black eyes and cute little faces. And Marco's just like, oh god, no. <laughs> I feel like shit. And because Cassie's like, they're looking for their mother, which we just ate. And Rachel is like, well, there's our cold weather morphs. Oh, Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Oh, honey. Hey, I mean, they, they're gonna die. Fucking. For sure. No. Whatever. I respect that. Um, but they managed to, um, morph all of the, all of the stuff. And, uh, like, they, they acquire all the stuff. And Cat and Rachel's like, maybe they'll make it. And Cassie's like, no, they won't make it. 
They'll feed some orca or polar bear, and you can't go all mushy over these guys without realizing that orca babies and polar babies have an equal right to live. And Tobias is like, well, but maybe we could, because he's thinking about that time he, you know, killed a mother rabbit and then morphed the rabbit and then took care of the babies. Which he apparently also did for the skunk babies that I totally also forgot about until I just read that. And and Rachel's like, nature, huh? And he's like, yeah, nature. Let's morph! And they, uh, they morph into... Blue, 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 blue. They morph into little 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 seal babies. Um, and he's like, Oh my god! Warmth! Oh, it's great! <laughs> I oh. love Marco. Oh, he's just, he's so dramatic. And I love him. Hey, he has a right to be dramatic in this particular circumstance. Circumstance? That's true. Circumstance. Uh, he suddenly, um, sees, uh, well, Tobias suddenly sees, though, uh, some more Venber, and they start fighting, or shooting at him, and, uh, Jake is like, let's go! <laughs> and they kind of, like, but they kind of bounce into the water in the way that seals do. Mm-hmm. I love seals, man. They're so, They're so cute. cute. So I cute. like it when they go, like, I like it when they go, like, <laughs> like, when they make weird human noises. <laughs> This is very I've never funny. Seen it before. Oh, I'll send you the video of the of the complaining seal. Okay. <laughs> it's very funny. Um and they're like, we should be safe under the surface. And they, they swim for like half an hour. They have echolocation and they go uh back to the Yerk base, which was their mission that they totally forgot about. Um <laughs> Which, you know, fair. Um That's fair. and they're That's like fair. They're, like, swimming, and all of a sudden, here they come! A bunch of killer whales start fighting. Um, like, they get, they're getting chased. All of a sudden, they, like, uh, like, pop up onto the ice, and they manage to escape. And they look up, and they see a guy. Like, a dude. Like, well, they, they demorph. Not before um, Marco says, uh, is this just the absolute armpit of the universe? Universe. We're just like, maybe ask him. Yeah, Marco's like no offense, and he's like no taken. I'm chill. Yeah. Oh my god, this guy guy is the best. (laughs) This is the best dude in the book. Is he? He he is so chill. He's so chill. I love him. What's it? His name? His name is Derek. Derek is the best. Derek is the MVP. I I love this dude. He's he's just this guy who's just like chilling in a boat, and he's like, "Are you guys spirits or something?" And he's like. Uh, sure, I guess so. Um, and he's like an Inuit guy. He's like a native guy. And they're like, are you are your friends animal spirits too? And he's like, uh, I guess so. And Derek is like, my grand, cool. my granddad used to talk about animal spirits like all the time, but I just thought he was crazy. But I guess not. I mean, I have pelts if you want. Like, <laughs> the kid, he's like he gives him like, some warm, <laughs> some blankets. Like, um. And he's like looking at Axe. Because <laughs> Axe is not, not human. And he's like, What are you? <laughs> and they're like, Oh, great. He's not a controller. Um, and he's like, You a common species? <laughs> I, my favorite, funny. my favorite thing, because like there's so many, like, you know, realistically, 
in stories, people freak out when they see crazy shit. But I love one of my favorite tropes is, is when like someone sees some whack shit and is just like, "Huh, okay, uh, cool. Uh, oh. what's up? I'm Derek." <laughs> like, sub. I'm Derek. Like, just yes. I think that's sub. the reason why the the Chad series and SNL is so successful. It's because it's just <laughs> oh, a yeah. bunch of whack shit and one guy doing like yeah, okay. noise. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Um, Same he really is a lot like Chad. Okay. Really? Derek is a like, lot like Chad. Well, Derek cool. is a Chad. He's an alpha. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he no. He's a. Let's be real. He's on that Sigma grind set. And if you understand what what that means, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> I feel sorry I don't for you too. Understand what that means? <laughs> I yeah, I know. Um, but they're like. You you guys you Cassie's like you hunt seals and he's like yeah I mean like like we just hunt for well we we don't hunt like those crazy Star Trek guys because he one of the seal like skin like one of the pelts he gives to the kids is like burnt and he's like yeah I ran into some Star Trek looking dudes who looked like Black Manta from Aquaman um <laughs> and then he's like those guys just like hunt for sport they're like those guys who come up from like new york and detroit and they shoot people from helicopters you know but those guys at the station they're just crazy about killing like that must make you animal spirits mad and he's like jake is like well we're not we never exactly said that we were spirits and he's like so what are you guys aliens and he's like he's an alien the rest of us are just idiots (laughs) marco says that marco is correct yeah um but they're like, well, we have something to do with those people, but we're not like them. So we're not we're not a part of them. Don't worry. Um, uh, but he's like, could you like, we came here to destroy that station. And Derek's like, sounds good to me. Because, you know, fun. My, my, my boy Nanook is like going to stick his big nose around there and get it shot off or something. And they're like, who the fuck is Nanook? And he's like, Nanook's my friend. You don't know Nanook? <laughs> you don't know about my boy? Nanook? No, no, no. You haven't met my boy? You don't know my boy? <laughs> you don't know my boy? Um, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, he's pretty big. He's got white fur. And they're like, oh, him. Great. The Inuit comic. Oh, yeah, we've seen him. <laughs> Nanook is the, po- is the polar bear. It's the polar bear, yeah. And he's, bear. He's, he's a bro. Yeah, and <laughs> Marco is like, well, there's here's a really insane question. Do you think we could pet him? I was right. <laughs> I I'm glad that it it was only a matter of time until one of these kids wanted to pet Nanook. Well, to be fair, they don't actually want to pet him, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they end up uh they morph into their battle morphs to try to you know pacify uh the polar bear. And they, Rachel they shove and they fight. Rachel does a bear fight. You know, Rachel she, does a bear you know, fight. She gets, you know, a big old blood spurt. Scar, that's the word. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> she gets a wound. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all end up acquiring him. Um, and, uh, describing battle scenes is actually my favorite form of entertainment. Shut <laughs> up, man. I'm not good at it. No, it's not, no, okay? it's not very exciting. They are really hard to write, and, and I just, it's, it's just really fun to me. Really entertaining. Suffice it to say, they, 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 they say peace out to their boy, 
Derek, who I, I doubt is going to show up again, but man, it would be great. But I don't think they're going to be going to the to the Arctic anytime soon. <laughs> but um They're like uh uh feeling pretty good because they have the morph and they're like oh yeah, they're they're all polar bared up. And they're like, oh yeah, this is fucking toasty. This is the good. This is delightful! Oh, this is and amazing! Applegate takes this opportunity to flex on all of us her polar bear, polar bear knowledge, talking about the the hollow fur, how it's translucent and hollow, that like how it's insulated, and that polar bears they have, black, have skin, black skin, and yeah. like you know, just like flex on us that that polar bear. I know knowledge. all these things about polar bears. <laughs> I love that. I love um, that anytime that there's like a really new specific cool morph applegate's like let me just let me just just so y'all want to know about dragonflies <laughs> no, you don't want to know about dragonflies you want to you want to know about polar bears i've got you i know i've about got polar the bears. facts i know the facts like i've read the books i read the almanac i love it <laughs> i love it um oh by the way there's a storm on the on the horizon um and they they finally come in sight to the to the Yerk base, uh, and they're like, we could approach from the water, uh, but they see all these like, you know, um, like snow cats and trucks and shit, and they're like, hmm, what do we do about them? And Tobias is like, let's stay out of their way, and uh, Cassie's like, well, what about afterward? And uh, Axe is like, they are a unique species. They may not be pure Venber, but I would dislike being the latest to exploit and destroy them. Oh, you're so close, Axe. You're so close to a realization about your own culture and people. You're so close. One of these days, man. One of these days. There's gonna be a um, reckoning at some point. There's <laughs> gonna be a realization. I, I, I don't, it'll happen after the cow book. <laughs> You know the book where he turns into a cow on the cover? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a book. I can't wait. <laughs> um, that is but a they're, book. They're like, uh, uh, you know, fearless leader. It occurs to me that we're big, tough bears and all, but just exactly how are we going to destroy that base? We should probably focus on that first. Um, and night starts to fall. Um, and the there's lights are on and all that shit, and they're moving single file so that at a casual glance a person might only see one bear which is very funny to me that there's just like an army of bears you know just kind of just kind of walking i guess bears are not social creatures or polar bears i should say are not social creatures yeah so it would not make sense for a group of bears to be chilling to just Just be chilling chilling. um and they're hoping to god that vista three is not at the base um he's not I don't know why. I think he's not. Marco had some reason, but I can't remember it right now. He's not. He's not. Spoiler alert. He's not there. No. So, good job. Yeah. Uh, they're just kind of walking, and they're walking, and they're walking, and all of a sudden, one of the hangar doors opens, and they see a human controller, and they and she looks at them. And they look at her, and she looks at them, and they look at her, and she looks at them, and I look at her, like, <laughs> just, like, weird alling in the in the drive-thru, like, trapped in the drive-thru, um, 
And uh, all of a sudden she's like, alarm, pull the alarm, pull the alarm. They're like, shit, <laughs> it didn't work. Um, and they're like, here come the Andalite bandits. Override all security protocols. Reprogram uh, the Venber. Target any quadruped. And Marco's like, program the Venber? And Axe is like, uh, this explains much. And Marco's like, exactly. <laughs> explain diddly to me. Diddly squat. Diddly <laughs> squat. Um, diddly shit squat. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I why I love that all the controllers call them the Andalite bandits. Well, they don't bandits. actually call them the Andalite bandits in this. And in, in, I just, I just, you know, interpolated. I know, but just I don't know why anyone would call them the Andalite bandits. That's a bandits. stupid ass name. <laughs> I, like they're terror. Wouldn't you consider them terrorists? At this you, point, right? That would have to, that implies that there's some sort of, like, competent leadership coming up with names. Yeah. I think Visor 3 just Kyle called is, like, them. a competent namer. <laughs> one of the, one of the Council of Thirteen's responsibilities is coming up with all the cool names. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be me. That's why you, <laughs> no that's colonization, why I just need to come up with cool names for things. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, whoever's in charge is the person who comes up with the coolest names. Um, <laughs> Sounds about right. But they're like... Uh, I mean, like, in, in government things, people who are people who are called terrorists, like, even if there isn't a political ideology, but I don't know. They're dumb. Um, <laughs> but they're like... Wumpfin. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. The Vember are fighting Wumpfin. Wumpfin. The giant polar bears. Um, Cassie gets, pl- like, she, like, plows into Marco, and they get knock off, they get knocked over, and they're like, don't fight them! We're just moving. We're running. And we're running. And they get into the floor between the them and the nearest bug fighter, and they see this Vember on the floor. Just... This is a very chilling image. Just like a mm-hmm. silent, that was good. writhing, that was good. painful, uh, like like it's just like he's just like oh, kind of like dude, but he's not making any noise. And they just smell like chlorine. He's and quite the top half of melting. Yes, melting. and the top the top half of the Vember though is just trying to obey its programming. Pro 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 programming. There you go. <laughs> and and is trying to like reach for the kids um and they're like get in the hangar um and they're all like this is like it's not even really a battle like they're just watching all of these venber walk like into the into the hangar and just start melting and just like uh, a mindless suicide like wow wow uh, but they notice there's a bunch of bug fighters, and they're like, oh, shit. Um, we're going. <laughs> um, and they they start to, uh, they get on the ship, and they demorph, and Axe starts, like, you know, using the in- the ship's controls. And they, 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 okay, they drop something up that apparently, at some point, Marco and Jake, you learned how to use ship's controls to shoot things. Sure. Uh, sure, I guess. Sure. I mean, 
Was anyone it's, else going to tell us that? No. 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 <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. Did they? Did they no. learn how to like? Maybe when they were on the Andalite ship, but they wouldn't. When they were on. They weren't allowed to leave. They stole that bug fighter that they were gonna fly to Washington. <laughs> fly to Washington D.C. Because they're like, fourteen. I don't. Uh, uh, sure. I don't um, know. I do like this scene though of Axe flying the ship, Marco at the weapons, and Jake just standing there telling them what to shoot. Yeah. What? Yeah. That is funny. Um, <laughs> um, like Jake. Really Jake's like the dish. I fired. Oh. The dish blew into atoms. That building over there. Two Building oh. gone. The hangar. They just keep breaking oh. shit. They just keep breaking shit. Um, and the they fire at the hangar, and the last remains of the Venber became smoke and steam and loose atoms. And, uh, Rachel, surprisingly, Rachel says, uh, rest in peace. This Damn. is a serious moment, and it's a serious moment for Rachel. Rest in peace mm-hmm. is big for her. But in the back of my mind, all I heard was rip. <laughs> rip in peace. Rip, rip in peace. <laughs> just someone, just someone in absolute silence, just someone going, rip. rip. <laughs> now, if this was Gen Z, oh God, the ir- they'd be so irony poisoned. They'd just like, shit. Well, shit. Rip. The an- That's okay. rough, buddy. The Animorphs, but Gen Z, is a completely different So series. cursed. It's so cursed. I'm so glad this was written in the 90s and not, like, our generation. No, I mean, Gen we're, Z is we're way like, too knowledgeable about, about, like, dark shit. Like, yeah. it'd be a Partially totally different series. I feel like it's, that's true, but I feel like it is, part, Gen Z is knowledgeable about dark things because of this series, in part. Because of all the children's media that had dark content like this series. Yeah. So, like, I'm grateful for it being in the Trippy. 90s. It adds a little bit of something. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anyway. Um, but they see that they're being probed by a oh, ship. I don't know um, where that came from. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, but they're, then, like, they, they see that there's, like, a... a blade the blade ship is there and and jake is like can we can we lose it and uh axe is like no "No, but we can travel some distance before it catches us um and they raced south the blade ship came on like a cheetah after a pig um but they the the blade ship shoots but the cheetah was going to be enjoying bacon and nothing was going to change that i missed that really Um, missed the first time what a banger yeah Anyway, pig's gonna, she's gonna enjoy some bacon. <laughs> uh, but they end up, they, I mean, they shoot, they do enjoy bacon, but not, not chicken because the kids all turn into birds and leave. And they don't notice them. Sure. They blew up the ship and no, and they did not see the six birds of play, prey that floated down to earth. The birds of play. Uh, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Play. <laughs> um, <laughs> takes two days for them to get home, though. They just, you know, hide on trains and trucks and flew and enjoy the warmth. And they're like, warmth. they're talking about the Venber. And there's like, there's still two who might be alive wandering the frozen Arctic. They might even know the creatures they chased were still human. A loose end. But the Venber couldn't be heading south to civilization anytime soon. Is that foreshadowing? I don't know. I don't Genuinely, I don't so. know. 
I genuinely don't know. They can't go south. They just can't. Um, yeah, they physically can't do that. Unless they Mr. They, Freeze and make, like, a suit. Yeah, they can like go a, around like the Arctic. They can go into parts of Canada, parts of Russia, parts of China. But that's about it. That's all you got. That's all you get. Um, that's it, folks. <laughs> that's it, folks. I can make Who it knows? to Canada. <laughs> um, but they're like, I don't know why we cared. November had tried to kill us, only they hadn't tried to do anything. They were helpless little tools of the Yerks, victims of a long-ago tragedy brought back to life, only to write a new chapter of cruelty. Come on, Damn, that that's metal that. as fuck. That is metal as fuck. Good job, Marco. And uh, Marco was like, I, I put all that behind me. You have to do that. You can't be in a war and think about all the stuff that happens. But anyway, I mean, some things are hard to get past. Sometimes it's the little things. And uh, Marco, is, he ends this book by taking a very warm shower. And his dad's like, could you at least turn on the fan? The whole house is turning into a sauna. He's like, sorry, I forgot. That was a lie. I hadn't forgotten. I wanted the house to feel like a sauna. And I was considering staying in that shower forever. I appreciate this. As some, and I know you don't, but as someone from Wisconsin, fuck everything related to the cold. I hate winter. Winter sucks. Warm is where it's at. Taking a no. warm, hot shower after walking around in the snow, shoveling your driveway and putting ice on the driveway, like putting salt on there to, to, to get rid of the ice. Nothing better. Fuck winter. Anyway, I, have, I know you no. disagree. I, we, we, this, is a, this is an area, dear listeners, where Jenny and I fundamentally disagree. I love the cold. I was built for the cold. Uh, we went up to Tahoe last winter. It was snowing the entire time we were there. Super chilly. I went outside in like a t-shirt and a sweater and I was fine. And all my siblings were like in three jackets. Like they couldn't move their arms. And I was like, it's fine. God, you're built it's like chill. my I was brother. Jeans. Like, you're like my brother. I, Took like an hour walk in the freezing cold. Ugh. It was like almost dark. I was chilling. I was forget the pun, but I Literally. was just chilling. I was fine. I love the cold. I hate the heat. And it is a little bit ironic that we're <laughs> discussing this book in the middle of summer. It's the middle of summer. Mm -hmm. And it it's is. Gonna be like a hundred and two tomorrow where I am. Um <laughs> I'm living vicariously through Marco, almost freezing See to death. I'm <laughs> that's the dream that's how you want to go out freeze to death yeah actually no you want to get sucked into the vacuum of space no um, no no you want to get crushed at the bottom of the ocean yeah there we go that's what it is um my big three see, my top three deaths I'm from i'm <laughs> watch mojo top three deaths <laughs> i'm from i'm from wisconsin fuck everything about the snow fuck winter but like There's... i'm glad that you can like go up to your to your your road trip to get a couple days of snow brin like two years ago two years ago i'm telling you we had record low temperatures it was like negative 40 one day you couldn't go outside like you couldn't do anything it's it's awful it's the worst your pipes freeze especially if you're in an area where like texas where they weren't ready for the cold, mm -hmm. like your pipes terrible. freeze, everything horrible. breaks. It's super. There's black ice everywhere. It's the worst. Fuck winter. Fuck the cold. Fuck snow. Team Marco all the way. Take that shower, King. <laughs> um, really, really. So, 
what was it, two years ago now? Oh my god, it was two years ago. Almost. So, two Thanksgivings ago, Jenny Jenny came to my house in California. Oh, right! And it was great. It was fine. We had a grand old time. We spent a week together. I showed her sack. It was amazing. We had a grand old time. She met my family. They love her. We were The way back home, however, was, was a nightmare. Absol- oh my god. Like, absolute nightmare. Literally we planes, trains, to, and automobiles. Literally, literally planes, we trains, and automobiles. We were supposed to take a Greyhound bus. The five, it was going to be like a six-hour drive on a Greyhound back to our college campus, which was in Oregon. And it got canceled because there was a, there was a blizzard in Oregon. What, yeah, really a bad. blizzard. Really bad. Nothing was running. So instead, we took a 2 a.m. train. A 2 a.m. train. Um, I'd never taken this train before. I'd never taken Amtrak this direction. Neither had Jenny. Jenny was like, okay, let's do it. I was like, what the fuck? My mom had to get me, like, a McDonald's coffee at 2 a.m. when she dropped us off at the train station. because I-, I had my garbage bag. Yeah, we, we, oh yeah, Jenny had, like, a garbage, garbage bag. My beauty bag, which was full of, hair, like, hair, like, 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 toiletries, but it was literally a garbage bag. Literally, and I had this giant canvas, because for one of my finals, I was oh, right. painting for my Native Narratives class, and I had this giant wrapped canvas with me that I had to take on this train. We were, I was paranoid, caffeinated, anyway, we got on the train, it's, a several hour train ride we get separated we're on like opposite ends of the train not sitting next to each other so we eventually get off in the middle of fuck all nowhere it's snowing it's white we can't see anything we're alone um and then we have to get we were stuck on our connecting we were supposed to get on another bus we were stuck there for like what two hours two hours Mm -hmm. it was snowing and this drafty train station that had like a vending machine and a coffee machine that didn't work nothing we were standing outside of the snow and i was so tired but i was playing in the snow and jenny was on the phone with her mom like i was literally about to have an aneurysm because of you (laughs) playing in the snow playing we're gonna die we're gonna die here alone and she's playing in the snow like it's the best thing she's ever seen it was i was so happy in that moment that's all i needed was just a little bit of snow time the two hours later the bus gets there we get on the bus with this very gruff woman driving the bus. She was kind of hilarious. We get on the bus. Jenny's got her beauty bag. I've got my giant canvas. The I've bus- plugged in Led Zeppelin. I've I've dissociated. <laughs> yeah, the, the bus was so late because it had to get chains on it. So we were going ten miles per hour. Ten. We were two hours away. It's we normally no, normally two hours away. We were going like 10 miles per hour, an hour and 15 minutes into that bus ride. The bus gets a flat tire, a fucking flat tire. We're stuck one town over, one town over from our college Literally. town. In the so mountains. Close, in, the, in the mountains, in a blizzard. We had to stay on the side of the road and wait for a goddamn Uber. We were like, we're done with this. We're not waiting for this bu- bus to get fixed. We call an Uber. No, no, no. You missed. They got two flat tires. Oh, that's right. There was one in the mountains and then You're one right. literally in Medford. That's right. They So they got one flat tire. We got back on our way and then they got another one, a town over from our college campus. And we were like, we're done. So we got the most expensive Uber in existence, I think. This random guy picked us up and I was like, exhausted i hadn't slept for like two days 
um we were paranoid we are we were we were in the, this was like outside. an anamorph <laughs> like it like an anamorph i was like is this guy gonna kidnap and kill us because i'm just wary around men especially in ubers we eventually got home back to our campus like we checked into the dorm we collapsed for like two days and then yeah. In the middle of this blizzard, I like to sleep with my window open. I opened it so I could get the cold air, and Jenny was like, close that shit. Close it right close now. Close that shit. I'm not looking at snow. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, and then meanwhile, you're like, oh, yeah, winter's the best. I love snow. None of that would have happened if snow didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate snow. <sighs> it was a saga. It was, it was so much. That's not even the half of it. Like... Oh, yeah, we also had, like, nothing to eat. We were, like, living out of Venn machine. Ven- I had we're- had, yeah, we had, Doritos like, an egg McMuffin. It was an egg at McMuffin. Like and then, at, like, 2 a.m., and then a bag of probably, like, Gardettos was yeah. all I was going on. I remember I got Doritos from the vending machine, and I ate those for breakfast before we got on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so hell, paranoid hell, my phone hell, was going to die. I was trying to, like, update my parents as to, like, where we are to make sure that we, like, got home okay. Yeah. Hell. 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 Ugh. Never doing that again. Never doing that again. It was We almost hell. took a plane. Like, your parents were like, like, your moms were like, should we get them a plane? Like, Yeah, they were like, <laughs> gonna call, call, like, call the airline to see if we can get a last minute flight, which would have, which I did going back home for Christmas, and I, going back to campus, and I had to go up to Seattle, and then fly back down to Ashland. It did. It made no sense, but there's anyway. an airport in Medford. I know, but there weren't. But Sacramento doesn't fly directly to Medford because Medford is like oh, it's it's so tiny. It's like that's so weird like because you know office. what flies di- you know what flies directly from Medford? What Milwaukee? Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> I can take direct flights from Medford to Milwaukee. I hate you. Isn't I don't know. So weird. This is so weird. Sacramento is an international airport, but they don't have any flights going to Medford ever. So I had to go to Seattle first. It took twice as long as it should have. Yay! I, I mean, I'm really usually good... taking some kind of flight to like Colorado, like to Denver, but still, I did have like weirdly good Thai food in the airport, though. I don't know what <laughs> hey, that airport was all about. food hits different. Airport food hits so different. Anyway, so I love that was airports. Anyway, oh right, uh, the book. <laughs> book let's rate this book oh well well the ending is is you know it's not special apparently eric had cleaned marco's room and marco remade it a mess and marco's dad is mad and then he's like do you want ice cream and marco's like no and that's how the book ends uh what do you rate it bryn um marco really didn't disappoint i really enjoyed this yeah it was Mm -hmm. fun it was it was fun it was silly like 7.5 out of 10 uh lived up to the name uh i'll give it like an eight you know, yeah. I don't really have many, like, deep thoughts to say. I do like, I mean, this book was pretty fucking intense, and I always like a book that's very intense. I think it had the right balance of intensity and comedy. Like, Marco's commentary made up for how intense it was. Priceless. Like, if it was any other's, if it, I think it was from anybody else's perspective, I would have been like, whoa, this is too much. It's too much. But Marco really balanced things out. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Eight out of ten. It was, it was really good. It wasn't, like... I'm not gonna, I don't have too many, like, critical thoughts about this book, because I don't think it needs it. No. So, it was just a good time. Neither do I. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I also rated it, like, an eight. Um, 
you know, it was good. Like, uh, I, I think that, like, any... I mean, I have a vendetta against the cold, so any series mm. that, like... Any series that is like, yeah, fuck, like the like this is what it's actually like to be super cold, um, like any series that does that, I'm like, oh yes, <laughs> like oh, I vin- think... vindi- vindication. <laughs> yeah, I. Where is yes? Captain Applebee from? I think she's from the West. Never eat soggy. The West Coast. She is. I think it's from Washington. Uh. uh um. She's from uh, Michigan. Oh shit! So well, she blood of my blood, Midwestern soul to one one Midwestern soul to another. Thank you for acknowledging that the cold is terrible. I also really appreciate this. I think every good sci-fi series should have one book scene setting where it's super cold and one setting on just a desert environment you know dune style Mm. next week uh we're going to be talking about oh the attack oh the attack with jaco jake turning into a tiger a tiger a tigre (laughs) tigre um no no. brain (laughs) you said something stupid so i instinctively wanted to call you my brother <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Ben. Um, maybe not fair to Ben, but it's fair. Um, According to this yeah. cover, change is necessary. Mm, I'm excited to see another. I'm excited for another round of yes, Prince Jake. Don't call me Prince Jake. Yes, Prince Jake. Just yes, excited Prince for Jake. that to be the whole book. <laughs> it's really I don't exciting understand why people think. Why I don't understand why people don't think Axe understands humor. That's comedy. That's a running gag. That's comedy. He has got it. That's comedy. Me. <laughs> um, I'm ex- I'm excited for another Jake book. Um, mm. what can I say? Anyway, I say? uh, well, what can I say except for, oh, oh no, the cold oh, no, snap. Cold oh no, the podcast ended. Oh God, what are we gonna do, Bryn? <sighs> I don't know, but. <sighs> But if maybe if you want to warm us up, you can you can uh, add us on Twitter at Animorphin or send us an email at the Animorphs Book Club at gmail.com. Um, I don't know. How maybe an help, essay would warm us up. Yeah, maybe. Or like a fire and some matches and some flint. Or oh yeah, that too. I don't know. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, we'll see you all next time when we read through b- 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 book number t- 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 26, The Attack. We'll see you all next time. Bye!